Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The latest rounds of fighting in the war on Ukraine seem to have intensified. Here's reporter Ian Pinnell. Russia apparently responding. As you can hear, air raid sirens are currently going off. And in the last two hours, there have been drone strikes and explosions here in Kharkiv. And right now, firefighters and rescue teams are once again out dealing with the aftermath of more Russian attacks. The strike on Vladimir Zelensky's hometown, which has been hit in the past, happened a day after he seemed to warn of more attacks inside Russia. We're getting word of more of that now. And Ukrainian President Zelensky says the war is gradually coming back to Russian territory, although he didn't take responsibility for the latest attacks. To bring us up to date and give us his perspective and insight is Oral Brown, who's professor of international relations and a senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs at the University of Toronto. Toronto. Thank you so much for joining us, Oral. Thank you. Um, we always appreciate your insights. So there seems to be kind of a different, it's, it's almost like there's a PR war in a way going on amid all of these missile strikes. There is clearly also not just a kinetic war, but also a psychological war. What the Ukrainians are trying to convey to the Russian people in general is that their government, the government of Vladimir Putin, has been misleading them. This is not just some special military operation, but this is a war, a war in which many, many civilians in Ukraine are being killed. They're being killed recklessly. They're being killed deliberately on occasion. And up until recently, the Russians enjoyed a kind of domestic immunity. That is, Western powers, which have been helping Ukraine, have been very, very strongly telling Ukrainians not to attack any targets within Russia. So, in a way, there was this asymmetry where Russia could attack Ukraine with relative impunity, but enjoy domestic immunity. And now that is beginning to end. It's on a small scale. It's more symbolic, but it is Moscow. And it also tells the Russian military that they are not able to protect all of Russia, that uh, there are gaps in their defense systems, that Ukraine is capable of going on offensive operations, both within the territory that had been conquered, but also to a very limited extent on Russian territory itself. Is the reluctance or, or, you know, the message uh, from other world, uh, other nations that have been supporting Ukraine uh, with all sorts of help from money to weaponry, um, you know, don't take this war into uh, Moscow, into Russia. Is that part of the reason why they're not taking responsibility for these attacks? Yes, I think you're quite correct. That is one of the key reasons. And the Ukrainians have been also very careful that whenever they send supposedly some of these drones inside Russia to attack military or government targets, they will use Ukrainian manufactured weapons. They will not use Western weapons because the West has been very cautious. At one level, one can certainly understand the desire not to escalate the conflict, not to get into a direct conflict between the West and Russia, but that is fairly unlikely. But at the same time, there has also been considerable timidity on the part of the West. And perhaps this is directed psychologically, not only at Russia, but also at the West to tell them, you know, uh, 
it is not possible to continue to provide Russia this kind of immunity from any kind of military action while the Kremlin uh, uh, bombs uh, what appears to be in a way that is indiscriminate. The attacks by Russia have been on many civilian targets. Look what happened in Odessa where cultural institutions have been hit and destroyed, where hospitals have been attacked on occasion, where children have died in many, many, uh, in many, many instances. And so if the Russians did not do this deliberately, it certainly has been done at the very least recklessly, and that could still rise to the level of war crimes. And uh, uh, the leadership of President Zelensky is saying, well, we have to try to deter this. We have to send a powerful message. And ultimately, I think the overall message that Ukraine wants to convey and that the West needs to convey to Vladimir Putin is that time is not on his side. Well, uh, we're speaking with Oral Brown, who's a professor of international relations and a senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs at the University of Toronto. As you mentioned, there's been a cloak over Russian information to its people about this war. Pretty t- hard, pretty tough, rather, to hide that information when the bombs are being dropped in residential areas and on shopping malls in Moscow. Exactly. And there was a very major breach in this kind of uh, information control by Moscow, at which they had been very, very good. And that is when Prigozhin basically led a mutiny uh, last month. He said openly that, first of all, this was a war, that is not just a special military operation, that this was unnecessary because uh, Ukraine did not attack Russia. And third, that the war was very badly run by the Russian military. They were not winning, which is the impression that the Putin government tries to convey to the people that this is just a special military operation. Everything is according going according to plan and that Russia is winning. So it's an attempt to change the narrative, to change the picture. Now, it doesn't mean that the Russian people all of a sudden will pour into the streets and oppose the war because demonstrations are banned in Russia. Anyone who openly opposes the conflict is very severely punished. But in the longer term, it does seep into the consciousness of the of the Russian people. It does affect the long-term uh, morale. It affects the morale of the troops uh, fighting in Ukraine, on Ukrainian territory, to know that the home base is not necessarily safe. And so it is all part of a larger larger picture of a maneuver, of uh, uh, information control, of cyber warfare. And this is a very complex as well as an extremely bloody conflict. conflict. And we all hope that it ends very soon. Unfortunately, we have to leave our discussion there, but I hope to speak to you again soon. So many more questions to be answered. Thank you. Oral Brown is Professor of International Relations and a senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs at the University of Toronto. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.